listening to CITR 101.9 FM, broadcasting from the traditional ancestral unceded territory of the Musqueam people. Live from Studio A at CITR 101.9 FM, it's Andy Land Radio with Andrew Willis. Now here's Andy! Welcome to another episode of Andy Land Radio. I am your host, Andrew Willis, and tonight is your night. It's Wednesday, so get ready to party, get up, get down, chill, hang out, and meet some of my friends. Let's have some fun together. Tonight, in studio, we have our friend Mo Amir, with music by Tyler the Creator, Justin Bieber, Black Bear, Kim Petras, Conan Gray, Hobo Johnson, and Charlie XCX, and Troy Sivion. So get ready to feel smarter and happier, it's Andyland Radio! asked you to describe Andrew Willis, and you answered. He's a f- a c- a liberal f***tard, sassy, oh, and gay as f***, but wait, there's more. Okay, that's enough. Making you feel smarter and happier. Andy Land Radio with Andrew Willis. Wednesdays, 10.30 Pacific, 12.30 Central on CITR 101.9 FM. Stream on andylandradio.com. Life Lessons with Liam and Benny, available on YouTube and andylandradio.com. Andyland Radio is now on Giphy. Search a wide variety of stickers to make your posts smarter and happier. Search now using the phrase Andyland. Don't be, it's my fault. 
So I'm Andrew Willis, and this is Andyland Radio, and we are here in studio with, of course, Emily Ewing, who you all know and love. Hello. But even more important, more brilliant than her shining star that is Emily, is Mo Amir. Hey. Hi, baby. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I feel, you know what? I'm feeling better in my own territory, my own domain. Yeah? Because I recorded a show with you. And I was in your domain, and that was like so freaky being a guest somewhere else. Yeah. Like, I'm not. I'm used to just being here. It took then, you a year to return the invites. It but did. I'm happy I'm, to be here, man. What can I say? I'm a little rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little bit rude. Boy, were you listening in the pre-show, by the way? To I my was. Great- that was rugged. I have no comment. Yeah, my great grandmother on a tear with me. <sighs> so wild. Listen, Anyways. it's very rare that I feel bad for homophobes, but uh, <laughs> in that moment, I felt pretty. Bad I, you know, for what? Her. I think it was inadvertent. I just <laughs> yeah. think it was like a casual. I don't. Who knows? Uh, are you gonna have her on your show? I think you should. I think that would be great. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty booked up right now, but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about some of the guests you've had on the show. So you had me last year, actually around this time. I think it's been a, a year and two weeks since I've been on your show. You're counting. I am counting. The rat yeah. soup. Because I'm also counting when I can come back. Because I thought it was, it was such a beautiful experience. You're like, you really do a lot of work at making people feel comfortable. When you're I into- try. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I try to have, like, I try to get stoked on my guests, and I always am stoked on right. the guests, and I try to get them stoked to be there, right. because I want the listeners stoked to be listening. Okay, so we, we'll talk about this a little later, but sure. Bra- Mayor Brad West is by far... Bro. just Yes, just like, the like out of anyone you've interviewed, has been the one that just really resonated most with me. He's such a G. What the hell? He is uh, a millennial mayor. He's my age, so he's going yeah. on 35. He holds no punches. Like, he he just he yeah, did, yeah. He's very refreshing. He's a straight talker. He's definitely yeah. deliberate with his words. Right. But um, he's a straight talker. He says it like it is. He's calling out the political establishment. He's kind of riding this leftist populist wave, which I really yeah. like. And uh, yeah, he's a no BS kind of guy. So Mayor Coquitlam, yeah. which is a borough that no one ever really cared about until now because everyone has to live <laughs> there because it's so damn expensive in Vancouver. <laughs> Port Coquitlam's pretty nice. There's some oh, nice it's places there. Well, yeah. you need a car. I mean, you transportation's good, but, you know. I got a SkyTrain there now. When I got to rush to get a cardiogram at VGH, I don't want to be taking the SkyTrainers, you know. <laughs> no doubt. You know. <laughs> Emily knows this. I said to her earlier today, my left arm is hurting because I was yelling so much. Because I was like, ah, I'm just so stressed. So, anyways. We're working on it. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Emily, you have some questions for our lovely friend here, Mo I Mir. Do have some yeah. questions. Yeah. Okay, so um, tell us a little bit about the Vancouver Podcast Festival. 
Um, yeah, yeah, you're a part of this. Yeah. Yeah, and you're celebrated. I saw a beautiful little website with oh, your thank you. glowing <laughs> high-res photo, nonetheless. That's where I pulled it from for the show. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, tell us about this. Yeah. yeah, it was great. So Vancouver Podcast Festival is this event in November, and it's basically podcasters in, yeah. in the city. Yeah. I had to put on live shows, some panels, so I did... My first live show, which mm-hmm. was a trip, I was so nervous, but it was a lot of fun. I had comedian Katie Ellen Humphreys on and the guys from Fear of Science. We kind of did a mashup, and then I was on a panel afterwards, and it was cool. It was cool to meet yeah. other podcasters in the city. So can we talk about Stockwell Day and Mayor Brown? We were West? jumping because, all over the place. Yeah, I know. We were really going. Wait, well, no. I thought we were done on D- <laughs> Mayor West. But yeah. I am so over the accolades. I did have I'm, another I'm, question. Okay, well, do okay. you want to go into that? Because, like, you know. Just someone the, hit me with a question. <laughs> I, know, I know. Go with it, Em. So, so just, I was just going to say, what makes... Tell us what makes your podcast unique. What it, what are the listeners going to hear? So well, we, me for one, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, Andy's, Andy yeah. is a part of it. He was on one episode. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that definitely makes it unique. The one thing I like to think that I bring, and in meeting other podcasters, I think everyone's super passionate. People are super intelligent in terms of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I like to think that I just have that emotional investment into everyone that's on the show, as yeah. I just said. And I think that shows. I think there's a lot of Absolutely. people that are trying to be cool or smart or whatever. And I'm just bringing in passion yeah. and just bringing in some emotion. Mm-hmm. I, my emotions run hot and I uh, embrace that. I love it. It comes out. It comes across. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any awesome. other questions, Emily, from the book? What I, else do I have from the book here? Right. Emily's um, musings. Emily's amazing. Yeah. What podcast are you listening to? Oh, it's so basic, but it's it's the Joe Rogan experience. That's it, what, yeah. That's so what good. Did you watch Macaulay Culkin? Uh, no, it's that on my list. Good. Is it good? Yeah. yeah. Did he have Bernie Sanders? He did. That was I, great. I, I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah. No, I, I, I saw clips. But yeah, yeah, no, that was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Joe Rogan. Uh, any sort of long form interviews I really like. Uh, Whitney Cummings has a new podcast. Oh, she no, did an episode oh, with Ronan Farrow, and it oh. was so good <gasps> because God. they're they're talking about something so substantive, but it was just like two friends chatting. So right. it was really oh my cool. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to check that out. I do like that. Jeez. I listen to um, Sleepy, which is a guy with a very calm voice. <laughs> oh yeah. Reading fiction stories. Oh. It's wonderful. It put you to sleep. Yeah, it puts you to sleep. Yeah. It's There's like a Secret like Garden. Those. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fan. So hmm. nice. <laughs> uh, check out uh, Van Color. We, lo- we that's that's yes. what you're known for. That's what everyone loves. This about is you. Van Color. Well, okay, you were on the show, Andy. Honey, Come on. I'm, I'm just reading. Oh, you okay, have there notes you. in front Sorry, of you. Sorry, I know. <laughs> find this is Van Color on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, <laughs> Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And find Mo Amir on Twitter at Van Color. Uh, this is Van Color. Is your Instagram? Uh, it, it, that's right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Points. Points. <laughs> yeah. Oi. I can um, think about that for a yeah, second. So how many, you've done 63, 67 episodes? I can't remember. 63 episodes yeah. this yeah. week, yeah. And Jody Raybould-Wilson, which we'll be talking about in the second Wilson-Raybould, you know. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> just the Canadian newsmaker of the year. Uh, yeah, just, just a really you know. important figure in our culture. Well, honey, she ain't been on this show for <laughs> good reason, you know. We'll, we'll blame honey. Ruth for this one. <laughs> you have a, on Wednesday night, you have a gin and tonic, pinky uh, out, you sip, you chill, yeah. you party, and you have yeah. some fun with some friends and students. That's what we do here. We keep it light and inaccurate at all times. At all times. Okay. Um, now, what, now, what's this like? I, I, I want to ask about um, like getting people like uh, Mayor Brad West and, of course, Jody mm-hmm. Wilson, Wilson Rabel. Thank you. There you go. Yes. Um, JWR. What, like, like, how is that? Like, to reach out to them. Like, do you find like, are you like sweating when you're first making that initial contact? Like, you're like, it changes over time, right? So as you build up uh, an archive of guests, yeah, you build on those guests. So yeah. uh, as I've pointed out on my show, like, I thought Brad West was actually the turning point for the show because I had him on and we were magic the first time and the second time. But the first time and then all these other politicians 
wanted to come on or you right. have a broadcaster on first like Karen Kunkun mm-hmm. from Fox was on first and all these other broadcasters were like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, for sure we'll do your show. We heard yeah. that was so great. So it kind of takes a few openings and those people will then open up doors for you. Even yeah. on the comic scene, it was the same thing. Yeah. Who was the first big interview you say that you uh, you did? I mean, like, the he wasn't the mayor at the time, but he's running for mayor. Kennedy Stewart was episode yeah. four, so that was pretty big. Who was your first episode? Uh, it was Megan Edwards and Janet Reynolds. Megan right. Edwards is on Virgin Radio, right, and right, they right. Uh, wrote a book on dating. So how did you reach out to them? Like, were you just like, hey, I'm doing I, we were thing? On the, or? We were all on the same reality TV show. Oh, you were on a reality what? TV show? Yeah. I did was, not know about a, this. Like a blind date show. It was called First Dates Canada. What? Yes. We, we were not yes. We were not paired with each other <laughs> at oh all in God. any combination. Right, no, no. But, but, but you knew each other from the, from the show. Yeah, Janet was having the concurrent feature date to my feature date, which thankfully did not make the air. Uh, but uh, but no, yeah. So you you just follow people, and I reached out. And but in terms of reaching out, yeah, you just throw you just, a yeah. pitch and yeah. you know, try to make it work, and try to explain to them why it'll be fun. So what's your next year going to look like? You mean this year? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm always looking too far ahead. <laughs> like, I, like no, because I'm not. I am not this playing. I, I am not messing around here. Like I I'm already thinking about September 2020. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, well, what, what's it looking Jody like? Jody Wilson Raybould was a dream guest. Yeah. Uh, so I want to build on that. Get Trudeau yeah. on or what? No. <laughs> the premier would be great. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Anyone else? Uh, I got a lot. I got Tamara Taggart coming up next week. Okay. She's coming back. I love that interview because I wasn't all too sure what she was all about. Yeah. I, wasn't, I was credulous, like how everyone is when someone, and, and this always happens, a newscaster goes into politics, or yeah. a public person goes into politics. So I, I got her on the yeah. campaign trail the first time, but then this time, uh, she, we sort of were emailing back and forth, and she's she's got a lot to talk about. I'm yeah. excited to find out about what. I would like That's to so know, cool. too. I, I I really like her passion, and I, I'm Great just, lady. I'm just, yeah. She's I so cool. I know more mm-hmm. about this. Uh, you know what? What's it like when you when you do this interview with uh, Jody Ray Bolt Wilson, uh, like, are you nervous? Are you sweating? Tell me. I yeah, need to know this. Super nervous. Yeah. Uh, this was someone I really looked up to. This was someone I admired. I said on the show that my very first mainstream media radio hit, mm-hmm. I was talking about her and singing her praises. So yeah. for her to be sitting there, it was nuts. Yeah. But yeah. she was a love. She was so lovely, so warm. We had a great time. I was yeah. just going to say it's, she sounded warm, like listening to it. So, yeah. You both so sounded calm. like dear friends. It was, I love that you <laughs> That's call the them. That's the vibe that I'm going for. It, well, and you, and you said on your, on your website, I love that you say you want to have conversations with people yeah. and that's yeah. so what comes across yeah. like Thanks. it's really organic Thank you. That means that's, yeah. that's what I feel yeah. like we can't do sometimes here on this show I'm, I'm like I would really like to do something special with you where we just talk a little longer at some point sure um, coffee yeah, cup we, chat yeah. uh, we have hang that. time with Andy coming up next and then uh, we're going to get into some news that's going to be fun we'll talk about Tyler the creator a few other things and uh, yeah, I've never played Justin Bieber on my show. I never thought a day would come that that would happen, but it did. But Mo's in studio. And so. Mo's in studio. <laughs> Light it up, baby. All these, oh, we're talking about my great grandmother and my homosexuality <laughs> on air. It's weird. Uh, you know what? We're going to listen to some music. I'm stoked on that. And it's Justin Bieber with his beautiful pink hair. We have yummy Justin Bieber on Andaline Radio. Stay tuned. Up next, Hang 10 with Andy, followed by news and new music. It's all happening live from Studio A. Yeah, you got that yummy, yum, that yummy, yum, that yummy, yummy. Yeah, you got that yummy, yum, that yummy, yum, that yummy, yummy. Say the word on my way. Yeah, babe, yeah, babe, yeah, babe. Any night, any day. Say the word on my way. Yeah, babe, yeah, babe, yeah, babe. In the morning or late. Say the word 
no stable, no, you stay on the run Ain't on the side, you're number one Yeah, every time I come around, you get it done 50-50, love the way you split it 100 racks on me, spin it, babe Light a match, get lit it, babe That jet set, watch the sunset, kinda Yeah, yeah Rolling eyes back in my head, make my toes curl, yeah, yeah Yeah, you got that yummy, yum That yummy, yum That yummy, yummy Yeah, you got that yummy, yum That yummy, yum That yummy, yummy Say that word on my way Control on myself, I'm compromised You're incriminating, no disguise And you ain't never running low on supplies 50-50, love the way you split it 100 racks on me, spin it, babe Light a match, get lit it, babe That jet set, watch the sunset, kinda Yeah, yeah Rolling eyes back in my head, make my toes curl, yeah, yeah Yeah, you got that yummy, yum That yummy, yum That yummy, yummy Can you stay flexing on me? Yeah, you got that On with a smile on my face I'm elated that you are my lady You got the yum, 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 yum You got the yum, yum, yum Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, you got that yummy, yum That yummy, yum That yummy, yummy Yeah, you got that yummy, yum Jody Wilson-Raybould is a newsmaker of the year. And you know who else makes news and does news and everything fun and friendly? It's Mo Amir. Hello. I, I know. So we were talking in the first act of the show. Oh, boy. About we? Mayor Brad West. My bro. And now the story that you essentially broke by walk me through this is now getting picked up it's getting some traction people are talking about it yeah so what happened was uh, Mayor West in his second episode with me which was episode 60 he comes on for two hours and for a lot of that time he's bashing on Stockwell Day and Stockwell Day's position on Huawei by the way Stockwell Day I mean bring a book this guy is so boring I remember like I don't know how many years ago I remember the big scandal of him on the the ski on the sea-do the sea-do the the one time a Canadian has a sea-do lol inside joke 
But um, on a sea do, and everyone was like up in arms about him doing it. Do you remember this? I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he announced he announced uh, that I think he was running. For it was the May long weekend or, or something? Or I don't know. And he was yeah, out on a. He was making an announcement, and it was a very dramatic uh, entrance to make that announcement. <laughs> Skip to 2020, where anything's possible. <laughs> but yeah, so Mayor Brad West, uh, yeah, threw some punches. So he's ragging on Stockwell Day, and he makes a very bold. Uh, Assertion, and he says that Stockwell Day is working against the national interests, and that uh, is he. Is it what is he a conservative or no? He's, he's a conservative. Oh, yeah. He is. And so Brad oh. West is also, you know, questioning his loyalties to the country, which is a very serious uh, assertion. And he's doing this on the basis that Stockwell Day is a lobbyist now, and he's very supportive of Huawei. And Huawei is in a lot of controversy because they want to build everyone's 5G, but they're kind of a security threat because they might be part of the Chinese military and government. So so Brad West went all out. And there were other targets, but Stockwell Day really took the brunt of it. And I put out a clip online and it got, you know, I don't have a ton of followers. Neither mm. does Brad. <laughs> neither but, do I. But, <laughs> but it, it kind of went semi-viral. It had yeah. over 15,000 views Which online. Yeah. And we thought we'd well, Especially on Twitter, too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, no so, one's on that anymore. <laughs> so we thought, you know, maybe this is going to catch his attention. Maybe some media would ask him. Didn't happen. Uh, I ended up getting this little gig with the, the Daily Hive where I write a weekly piece for them. And so I wrote about this and I mm. wrote, you know, why isn't any media answer like asking Stockwell Day this question? Because he's on TV all the time. And mm-hmm. Brad West clearly is making a very big uh, opinion about him. So I put out this piece in the Daily Hive and within hours, it just goes crazy. I believe there are some networks now trying to chase Stockwell Day for an answer and uh, to have him answer to Brad West. So we'll see what happens. I think it'd be great. I think they should show down. I think they should uh, debate. I think so, too. That'd be yeah. very interesting. Can we get Global to do that? Let's just, like, get the Western Bloc off the air for, like, that one hour and then just do, a, like, a debate between Stockwell Day. I think that's what uh, they're the trying to do. Who's who and the what's left of, of Canada? I think they see the I, – and I was the one that pointed it out. I was like, mm-hmm. this is a ratings bonanza. Stockwell Day is on CBC, like, every day. Oh, you day. just wait. Wait. I'm going to in on this. When yeah. I, when I'm a get produ- it fiery. Yeah. I want to be a producer for sure before I go into television, and I would do something like this. But it's about it's about consents. They have to get him on board mm-hmm. to do it. Well, I think he, would, he would never do it, you know. Oh, of course Brad's down. <laughs> He's hip to the jive. Is, should I be credulous of him? Because I don't know. Because I was like so gung ho for Justin Trudeau, and then I kind of you no, know Brad, some, Brad West is the real. He's the real deal. deal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right on. Now uh, speaking of the real deal, Jody Wilson Raybould. Yeah, Hello. we're back to Jody. I know. I love that got her name now. So I, I got it right. Thank God. Oh, yeah. it's been weird. But um, you know. When you're interviewing someone like that, we discussed this, you get quite, it's it's nerve wracking. Yeah. Because you're like, this is an opportunity. Did you feel like you were like uh, somehow boring her at any point or like, oh God, you probably talked about this so many times. Like, So my podcast was the second one that she's ever done. Okay. She's only, and, right. then, and then a year before she it was did. Canada, uh, it was Canada Land. Yeah. 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 So I don't know what she was expecting. I, I felt like because I was just myself, I came in, you know, warm mm. and personable. She responded to that, and How, yeah. I think it was a slightly different interview than she's used to. I think she's used to talking about, you know, hard facts and uh, very technical yeah. policy stuff. But with with her and I, it did feel like you know a couple of friends chatting and me asking about her feelings. Yeah. And she even made a joke uh, where she said, "Oh, I don't like talk, talking about that stuff." And I said, "That was my favorite stuff to talk about." Right. And, and well, she well, said, well, "Yeah, well, I know, I know, Mo." What What <laughs> were some of these things? Like, like what kind of put her off? Like, what was she? Is it just stuff that she's already talked about so many times? Well, or? I don't know if it's about putting her off. I think it's just people ask her about policy questions, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. it's very rational yeah, uh, yeah. interviews and chats. Whereas with me, 
you know, I want to get to know this person. I want to add when you have an hour with someone to be able to add texture to who they are as a person. Mm-hmm. This person that has been covered in the news extensively over the last year and went through a lot of uh, a lot of a, a big media storm, I should say. Yeah. Uh, so when you're approaching these guests, yeah, what are you thinking? Are you like, hey, this is a big name. I want to get them on or what? Because I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, like, if I got I got some good people that come on, I'm like, this is good. This is great. This is open up some doors. Do you feel like you've doors have been open since you first started? Yeah, and- I, I kind of alluded to that earlier. I, you know, for me, it's obviously I love big guests, or yeah. It, it's about someone that I really am interested in, and I mm. know that we're going to have a good conversation. You could hand me a big Instagram star or whatever, and maybe it'll get a lot of listens. But if I don't know anything about them, exactly, I'm not yeah. interested in it. Now, d- is there questions that you feel like y- you really want to ask, but you couldn't ask Jody Wilson-Rabel because you're like starstruck at that moment? No, to like, be honest. No. And, and and I know some people were like, why didn't you ask about this or this? And I was like, I asked the questions I wanted to ask, yeah. and it was stuff that I was interested in. And I think – Going back to one of Emily's questions is that one of the things that I see in the local podcast scene is like people are trying to be smart or trying to Mm -hmm. be cool. And I think just forget about that for yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. if you have the confidence that you are very interested and enthusiastic about a subject, it's going to resonate with the listener. And it could be hardball or it could be super fun and light and it'll still be great. Do you ever feel like a guest is sometimes putting you on? Maybe – saying some things that are a little too politicky and not uh, actually the truth. And, and like, do you, was there ever a time where you felt like you had to really push and say, you know, I, I really don't believe what you're saying and maybe not saying it that way, but um, I mean, I'm, I'm like, do you feel like people come on your show, especially they're politicians to politic and to no, I mean, I'm, I'm cynical by nature. Uh, I've never felt that way entirely. Obviously they're all going to spin and they're all going to talk about all the things that they've done and how mm-hmm. great they are. But uh, no, I think when people come on the show, they they recognize it's a conversation. They recognize it's it's you know not a big me- mainstream media outlet. So I think they do respond differently. Now let's talk about that. So you've been doing stuff with Global Chorus, yeah, uh, yeah, here and there, CKW, here and there. Uh, now what's that experience like? Because you go from a podcast format to on air, and on air nonetheless with Linda Steele, who we all know I love. Well, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to ask any questions. <laughs> yeah, the cease and desist has been sent from her to me. No, it has not. But I've been. <laughs> I, I'm obsessed with her. She wore this fabulous pink sweater the other day. She, and she's a great sense of humor. Like she's on she's, so cool. she's on it. Yeah. She's so cool. yeah. what, what's that like working? Working with media professionals like that, who they're just on it. Yeah, Linda's amazing. She's very sweet. Uh, she's full of advice and wisdom. And yeah. uh, you know, my interactions with her obviously are quite limited because I'm only yeah. doing these spots here and there. Yeah, but she's she's fantastic. Yeah. It's a different radio is a completely different beast because you are as we are right now working in these like little spots of like ten minutes or whatever. Yeah. Whereas with a podcast, you feel I just feel way more relaxed and we yeah. can like. Let a conversation flow organically. There's no time rushes. There's no I know. ads. There's, I know. You know. Um, thanks are coming for nothing then. <laughs> you know. Thanks. No, but it's fun. I'm yeah. just saying it's a different. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. That's why we started doing this pre-show thing because we can spend half an hour just having a dialectical conversation. Just yeah. Back and forth. Wherever it what, goes, it goes. Yeah. Whatever. And mm-hmm. we're not like, you know, two minutes till we have to go to the next mm-hmm. segment. So. Yeah, I like that. Which actually, two minutes we have to go to the next segment. <laughs> sure. So there's a. Uh, what are you listening to? What is Mo Amir? Because I mean, we play a lot of music. We're really music focused. What sort of music? I am. Uh, I think I'm significantly older than you because I don't listen to a ton of music. I did listen to Billie Eilish's album. I really like uh, Lana Del Rey's last album. Yes. Uh, What else am I listening to? 
What, what, what were you Oh, you listening? know what I got into recently? What, what, what? So Spotify, you have all those playlists. I got into Bonnie Raitt. <laughs> Are you so kidding? Great. I'm not even joking. No, she really is. Someone Bonnie played, Ray. Yeah. Someone played Angel from Montgomery in a oh. yoga class, and I was like, what is that? This Isn't is amazing. That so beautiful? Yeah. Oh, and her song. It's like, oh, it's Bonnie Raitt. She's Ray. a storyteller. Was, like, yeah. she really is. I was yeah. like, oh, you should check out more of her songs. And I started listening to that playlist, and I was yeah. like, this is amazing. I love mm. that. Uh, you know what? We love you a lot. We this do. is Van Color. Yeah. Not Van Color. The this biggest is Van and Color. baddest. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, check out Mo Amir on check Twitter. Check it out. It's wonderful. At Van Color with a U because you're Canadian. Commonwealth. You really do represent Canada. I love that. I do? Yeah, I you're a big lover of Canada. I like that. <laughs> I like that about you. Good, decent guy. Uh, you know, uh, in the little bit of time that we have left, uh, who's someone that you want to interview like next? Like name one person that you really want to go after you haven't gotten before. Uh, oh, that I haven't gotten before because yeah. I was going to say Andy Willis, but uh, <laughs> I will say uh, Trevor Linden. Yeah, Trevor boy, Linden. Boy, Hero, that's my guy. I actually believe you can do that. You know what? I think it's going to happen. Awesome, Emily. You're going to come with me. Are you going to come with me uh, when we go? Heck yeah! Back. Are you going to invite me back? (laughs) I want to come back. We'll make it. We do podcasts together with Ed. Anyways, check it out. I've got more music coming up next. If you want to hear more interviews just like the one you heard, visit AndonRadio.com. They're 100% there, and they're 100% free. And if you want to feel smarter and happier, listen to Andalon Radio with me, Andrew Willis. Wednesdays, 10.30 Pacific, 12.30 Central. Only you and I know You never cared about me You just care about the likes though Every time you pop up You should see my fucking eye roll I can't even kick it with the homies That we both know I can't even fuck with any places That we used to go Now all I got is just the memories of us though Burn it all down to the ground with your ghost I'm not alone It's just me and your ghost And this crippling depression I thought I learned my lesson But I threw out my phone And I burned all your clothes Summer nights 
harder vibes Leave the memories out to dry Delete forever, no archive Take the words you said to me Hold on to them intentionally I know that eventually I'ma set fire to the one thing I love the most Burn it all to the ground with your gold CITR 101.9 FM. Get ready to grip the sheets and bite the pillow. Andy's topping the news at the bottom of the hour. Next on Andyland Radio.
sheets and bite the pillow. Andy's topping the news at the bottom of the hour. If you're like me, you probably did not watch the Grammys because you're too busy doing other stuff. But, but yeah, but Emily did, as we all know. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, we are here with Mo Amir from uh, This Is Van Color. Check it out at mm-hmm. Van Color on Twitter. And This Is Van Color on Instagram. Uh, amazing podcaster. Interviewer, thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. just did a lot of fun stuff. Uh, yeah, we we're just uh, speaking with them earlier in the show. Uh, Emily, you watched the Grammys. What the hell? What did you like about it? Oh man, make okay. it quick. Okay. Oh, okay. Got lots um, of stuff to talk about. Usher here. doing Prince, amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's Usher. Like yeah. he's Why not? always killing the game. Um, yeah. What else did I love? Um, I Lizzo. Loved Lizzo swept the awards. Oh my gosh, looking good. Yeah. Such a big fan of Lizzo. Um, such a big fan. Of, there's so many good performances. Demi Lovato. I didn't. You know. Um, well, what did she do? Did she do the big tribute for Kobe? No, but there was some really great tributes for Kobe as well. But that, but was, the, that was the day of, right? That yeah. was the day of. Yeah, yeah it was it's intense. Yeah. It changed the whole mood. Um, it was a very emotional Grammys. Like all the yeah. performances. Demi Lovato did one about because um, she almost passed away last year. Right? Does she have lupus dr- or no? See, I don't know anything, Emily. It you was like an alcohol related thing, and, oh. and but she, Does she have lupus. <laughs> Where did that come from? No, she Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Has, oh, okay. Selena Gomez. Good thing I'm on the show. Yeah, yeah. She, she has the lupus. Yeah, entertainment. Well, you know what? Tyler the Creator. He had a lot to say that day. He did. Yes, uh, He's amazing. Let's uh, get to the clip. You know, in recent days, there's been a lot of news about the voting process at the Grammys. Has any of that affected the way that you're looking at winning this award today? Uh, I'm half and half on it. Um, on one side, I'm very grateful that uh, what I made could just be, you know, uh, acknowledged in a world like this. Um, but also, it sucks that whenever we, and I mean guys that look like me, do anything that's genre bending or that's anything, they always put it in a rap or urban category, which is, and I don't like that urban word, it's just a politically correct way to say the N-word to me. So when I hear that, I'm just like, why can't we just be in pop? Why can't it just, you know what I mean? So I felt like half of me feels like the the rap nomination was a backhanded compliment, like. Yeah, so there you go. I love That's what him. He to, He's so refreshing. You know what? Uh, not much needs to be said about that. Mm-hmm. I think he said it pretty clearly. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I looked into the voting process of how things work with the Grammys, and it is you and I could actually become Grammy uh, voters. I think we're going to try doing that. That's really yeah. Cool. We we need to have at least one uh, track out within the last year and twelve tracks uh, uh, sold. I don't know in CD. Well, or I sent CD. you my yeah. demo today. Yeah, tw- <laughs> That's it. So yeah, yeah, twelve uh, tracks. So it could be like you know two CDs of six or something. I don't know. Oh, wow. a, a commercial release. So that could. Be, so I'm thinking what, in the states. So what we got to do is we're going to find. I'm going to go to Bur- Burger Records, Greenway, mm-hmm. Harry Portnoff. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get, uh, I don't know, a comedy album. We'll make something. And then we pay $100 a year each to become members of the Recording Academy as voting members. Yeah. So so I'm going to try to get this happening so we can become Grammy voters for next year. Oh, and then I also remember when you said comedy, Dave Chappelle won best comedy special, oh. which I thought was pretty dope. Did you watch his Over Netflix special? Ellen. I was like, whoa. Ellen has so many yeah. damn And it was awards. Ellen's birthday. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Yeah. That was on purpose for I sure. Know. What a dig. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's okay. She's she's very gracious. You know, I love how my great grandmother loves Ellen. She's, she she does. loves Ellen. She does. She knows she's a lesbian. How can you not love Ellen? I, I, Everyone loves Ellen. How can you not I love know. me? I'm your own flesh and blood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway. uh, there's a few oh, yeah. reasons I could uh, <laughs> You know what? Some of those reasons could be mental health. And I know I got some issues. Oh, I got now some... I feel bad for saying that. <laughs> 
You horrible person. Uh, Bell, let's talk. It's the it's the thing that happens every year, and it has its pros and its cons and its qualms and its supporters and its detractors and all that other stuff. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about this? So for those who don't know, the Bell Let's Talk, uh, five cents is donated for every uh, time the hashtag is used, and I think mm-hmm. text as well. I did it today. You did? I, I, yeah, I jumped right on board. Oh, actually, no, I did too. I yeah. did it because uh, I wanted to talk about uh, ending the stigma around pharmacology. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, I take I th- love. 37 and a half milligrams of Effexor, which is mm-hmm. like low stakes uh, in the whole pharmacological ecosystem. It's not like an insane drug to do. It's very low. Most people start at 75 and go to 150. I'm at 37 and a half. But I'm, I've been one, ta- I'm at 150. Right. But, I, but that's the thing. When, whenever you say you're taking like, you know, uh, an, an anxiety medication, yeah. people think, oh, God, like, what is it? And blah, 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 blah. But like, there's so many more things that you're doing, like, you know, working out, finding sure. support yeah. through counseling, doing a show like this or finding a, a hobby or a passion that you enjoy. Yeah. How do you deal with mental health, Mel? Uh, yeah, again, on the, have you ever had crazy anxiety or like depression? No, not, or like, not really. You've been pretty I, level. I've had, yeah. I mean, I've, we've all had our drama, but, right. uh, yeah, again, going back to being basic, I love yoga. That yeah. is the move for me. I love you that. You teach yoga, don't you? I do not teach yoga. I don't what? know why this is a rumor. No, no because I, I, you read, I... You read a smear blog about I, me no, that I said I was a yoga teacher. Yeah. That, no, that's actually true. There was a smear blog about Are me. Are you kidding? And, said, oh and it added that I'm a yoga teacher. I'm not a yoga teacher. I just really like yoga. He's an advocate <laughs> because I saw your post about... Someone, um, why do something always denigrate yoga? Was yeah, it Peter McKay, who is trying to run for the leadership of the conservatives, right. of course. You're so he, right, though. He kind of made this distinction between himself and the prime minister. And he said, well, I play hockey and the prime minister does yoga. So <laughs> Which I don't understand because more Canadians probably practice yoga than actually play hockey. Absolutely. I know a lot of people that yeah. play hockey that are out of shape. <laughs> I'm serious. Literally. Like, I mean. But, like, why can't you love both and respect both? Yeah, and it's, not, it's you weird know? to make that differentiation. Yeah. And I, I think it goes to that stereotype of one's manly or yeah, whatever. So silly. And so uh, someone who says that, I don't think, knows much about yoga. There's a whole so spectrum true. of different types of practices, and some are very hard and require a lot of strength, and some are, yeah, a little more chilled out and more focused on relaxation. Mm. What type of yoga do you do? Uh, I run the gamut for sure. Oh, I right. do like a good power class. I do like a good hot class. Love the hot class. Um, I'm not a fan of yin. Yin is the one that like chills you out, and it. Yin, I kind of uh, get bored. Huh. Is that the one where you're holding a pose for like six minutes? Or is that something else? Yin is like uh, you're like napping, but you're doing like a quarter stretch oh, <laughs> while you're trying okay. to nap. <laughs> Interesting. I, now all the yogis are going to be like, oh, like you said that about yin. Yin is very sacred. Uh, uh, but but yeah, no, I like a mix. Love that. Emily, are you doing yoga? Um, I should I, have been doing yoga at school, but I'm, I'm the band's still on. I will do. I do it at home. I do. Um, it's on YouTube, and it's yoga with Adrian. Oh, yeah. It's like one end. <laughs> it's actually really nice, and she's kind of funny. So like, if mm. you're just kind of starting out, she makes these fun little jokes, and her dog comes in and yeah. like climbs all over and stuff. So it's just like very down to earth, yeah. and I'll like lay out my little Lululemon yoga mat and mm-hmm. just do it in the living room. When Emily was escorting me into the studio. She was like, oh, she, you said something about why yoga at, in North Van. You're like, oh, it's a beautiful studio. I'm like, exactly. that's my home studio. That's where I go I all the time. Well, I, I swear there's something saying that you are an instructor at why yoga. 
I'm I, not an instructor. I, I know, I know, but I've seen this, and I told Emily this. And I'm I was a so, regular there. I was so I'm well known. Okay, in I need that to. I need to go because I went to Yoga Pod. That's the one I was talking about. Yoga Pod, which is no more. It used to. That be That was East. in the olden days. Yeah, apparently, I know. Everyone at Y Yoga in North Van talks about this Yoga Pod, oh, and apparently that's where all the teachers came from. That's where the community sort of started. Okay, so North I'm gonna Van. have to go to Y Yoga in Lynn yeah. Valley. All right. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna do yoga. Just try it. <laughs> We'll I meet up with Mo. You know, we'll do I, I want to. How do you do in the heat? I, you know what? I think I do really good at uh, like Bikram's yoga. Actually, yeah. did you watch the Bikram's documentary? Yeah, it was nuts. Oh my god, it was nuts. Emily, now that is a watch. You're gonna go I home was, and see I that. I just read a Forget- headline about that. I hope people were like, okay, well, you're two months late, that. too late because it was crazy. <laughs> I watched it over the Christmas break. Yeah, me too. And I uh, see it. oh, it's insane. This guy was uh, like you know Svengali figure for uh, all these people who were just you know. Pr- Open to uh, finding a new way of living. And well, what was crazy is he, like, all this information came out. It was very true. He was a predator. But then you had grown men crying and be like, "But I still love him," and because he, he changed. Oh, my the, life the biggest like, case of Stockholm syndrome yeah. ever. You know. Yeah. Because he's and the, yeah. And, and and the funniest part is when he's saying, "Oh, I treated Richard Nixon." Like at the beginning of the documentary, what? you think these things are true, right? Because he's saying, you know, he had I don't know gout or something. He had some sort of inflammation in the leg. Yeah, it's like I treated Richard Nixon and I think Elvis or something. Like he had like all these like A list people that he had said he had like treated and helped, and he had just come from India without anything. And first person he you know works on is Richard Nixon, the president. And, and didn't he say like, "Oh yeah, I won a yoga competition," and they were like, "There was no there was yoga no competition. yeah there was no such thing." <laughs> he just thing. made up his yeah. resume. Isn't that the, just, the, like against the point of your yeah. like competition like what? you would think so yeah i mean i'm sure there are some competitions for something but uh yeah he made up his whole resume it was crazy emily that's Goodness. what you're gonna do you, uh, you said during the break that you wanted to start a podcast you're gonna start one yeah and you're, and you're gonna lie and tell everyone that you you know your first guest was jody wilson raybold that's what you're gonna do <laughs> that's what you're gonna i do. would actually just love to talk like just when, listening to your podcast i was like i want to know this woman she's so warm yeah well, there you go. Yeah. That's a power Mel Mirror. That's why everyone's going on his show. Now. I love it. Oh, come on. I'm here. You were on my show. I'm I here. was on your show. I want to come back. It was a lot of fun. Um, it took you a year to invite me back. That's why we got to do. You know back what? And I, forth can, here. can I tell let's you the reason? Can I tell you the reason why? why? I want. I want to. I want to hash this right. Yeah. Now. Let's let's figure this out. I'm right. still holding a grudge. Okay. <laughs> I didn't ask you on because one, my show wasn't there yet. Sure. I didn't. Know, I didn't. I knew I had a voice, but I didn't know exactly how it was going to go down. I didn't quite have a format. It was there, but it wasn't quite there. Like yeah. it, you know. And second of all, it needed it, me. It, <laughs> you better watch out. I haven't shot any. I had to. I, I had it open. Aren't you on probation right now? <laughs> you're, you're the other. You're the other person I got to talk to because the, the reason why I haven't shot any uh, that's promos. That's true. That's true. It's my trial period. Yeah. The reason why I haven't gotten Reese to shoot any more promos <gasps> with you or whatever and label them as season whatever is because in the event that you can't do this Ouch. and you have to bounce out. Hey, that's you got to think. You, you ahead. I'm in it to issues, win it. Andy, just take, no, yes, I take the lead. Of faith. You know what? I, who knows? She, she gave you her word. I did. She gave I did. me her What's word. Your problem. That's true. Her word. You got me. Yeah. Blood uh, blood but no, I, I, the reason why I didn't invite you back was because I was like, I don't know, where it's like you know, dick jokes and stuff, and I felt like it wasn't really mm. like. Well, I appreciate that consideration. I took it as like you wanted me to go prove myself, and then finally I get Are Jody Wilson Raybold, and then <laughs> no. you're like, okay, now you can come on the show. Well, no, because I like I really we re- do podcasts with Ed the Sock, and and that is true. I thought we were on the same level, and I would have loved to be here earlier. Yeah. No, well, I would have liked this. to do. This is great. This is open. It's a lot of fun. You know what I'd like to do? I would like to do something. Maybe what we can do is uh, do something more long form together. Again, yeah. it could be your show. I'd love to. Or it could be something separate where it's just something where we just chat about. Yeah, I'll give you a call stuff. in a year. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I'll, call, I'll call you I'm joking. I'm okay. joking. We'll figure it out. Uh, speaking of things that go slow, let's get into our little uh, getting smarter segment of the show. Uh, Charles Darwin's uh, personal pet tortoise didn't die until recently. <laughs> you knew this already because you're a brainiac. No, you're, you're I, it's because I, I went to the Galapagos and they they told us. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh my so technically, like you missed you missed the pet tortoise of, of Charles Darwin. And I was like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shucks, darn. So Charles Darwin brings back this five-year-old tor- tortoise named Harriet back to the Galapagos Aww. Island. Mm-hmm. And it lived to be 176 years old. Yeah, it died crazy. in 2006. This is insane. I like the fact that like Charles Darwin in my mind is so far back, yet still so close. Mm-hmm. Well, not that close. <laughs> like you know, twelve years or fourteen years future. close. Yeah, it's so interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Well, how how old was your cat when it died, Emily? Sorry to bring this up. I know it's a like, trauma um, for you, but. I want to say like 13 or 14. Yeah, that's what you're going to do. You're going to get a tortoise. That way, your great, <laughs> great, great grandchildren. Turtles oh, are man. really cute and they do live for a, like our tortoises. Do you have any pets, Mo? No. Uh, my building does not allow them, unfortunately. But uh, most Senior has a big. Uh, German Shepherd. She's 100 pounds. Hmm. So I get all the benefit and none of the the work. That's the good way to go. You know what? We ran a little bit long because, you know, Mo, I love you. I love you, man. I know it took a year. Thanks. Oh, I love this It took an extra five minutes out of my show, but what can I say? I love you guys, too. I want to get in on this. Uh, You know what? We love you, too. Thank you. We're going to get to some new music. We have Maniac, Conan Gray on Andyland Radio. Maniac. You were with your friends partying when the alcohol kicked in. So you show up at my home all alone with a shovel and a rose. Do you think I'm a joke? Cause people like you always want back what they can't have, but I'm past that. And you know that, so you should turn back to your right back, telling them I'm trash. Tell all of your friends that I'm crazy and drive you mad that I'm such a stalker, a watcher, a psychopath. And tell them you hate me and dated. Me just for laughs So why do you call me And tell me you want me back You maniac
是 a psycho bad. Then tell them you hate me and dated me just for a laugh. So why do you call me and tell me you want me back? You maniac. Shaking in your skin. Go and try and take a breath. Oh, nothing more, nothing less. Typical story. The king who had it all, except for citizens who didn't want his head of on a wall. It's the typical story of the wife who couldn't quit being in love with such a giant piece of shit. It's the story of the queen who could never ever think of any redeeming qualities a man could ever bring. It's the story of the dog who wanted to run away till he learned that his life is wasted for his head of cage. I don't really need much, just a place to be alone, and you don't really see much. I think that I'm invisible. My mirror shows another guy. A guy doesn't do shit. He just sits in his miserable. Everybody's gotta live a life, and they didn't ask for why. Would he put me here just to die? You to describe Andrew Willis, and you answer. He's a f- a c- 
liberal f***tard, sassy, oh, and gay as f***. But wait, there's more. Okay, that's enough. Making you feel smarter and happier. Andyland Radio with Andrew Willis. Wednesdays, 10.30 Pacific, 12.30 Central on CITR 101.9 FM. Stream on andylandradio.com. CITR 101.9 FM. She's a lawyer, and she's keeping you street legal. Answering your legal questions, it's Kyla Lee, attorney at law. Today, we're talking workplace harassment. Now, Michael asks, how can I deal with workplace harassment? Now, kind of a general question, but I feel like I've dealt with this. You probably dealt with it. We've all dealt with people who can be a little aggressive or a little intense, and not all the time, employers are there to really help. Maybe they'll say, oh, that person's been here for 20 years, or, oh, you know, that's just who they are, or, you know they're a little older, you know, get with the program. And really, you just want to say, no, like uh, like Michael, I'm being harassed. What do we do? Well, the first thing to remember is that just because somebody has more tenure than you in a place of employment does not mean that they have a right to treat you in an inappropriate manner. Mm. All employees are required to adhere to a certain standard. And when it comes to harassment, that standard is sometimes hard to define because harassment can be obviously the overt, you know, sexually con- sexually charged commentary, um, racially motivated commentary. That type of thing is is obviously harassment. But there's also the more subtle. There are subtle instances of bullying, subtle instances of harassment that can have a huge negative impact on an employee um, and can affect their performance in the workplace. And that's really where the law is a little bit more gray. Mm-hmm. If you are concerned that you're being harassed by a coworker, the first thing to do is approach your employer. Mm-hmm. And if your employer doesn't take your concerns seriously, then that should be a red flag for you that something is going on. Um, it may be that the employer is also being harassed. It may be the, the employer is condoning the conduct. Mm -hmm. If an employer is condoning harassing conduct, it makes it more difficult for that employer to later on fire the person or terminate the person or even discipline the person for harassing you. So in those circumstances, if you're being harassed, your employer is not doing anything about it. You should contact a lawyer and seek legal advice about what you can do to try and motivate them to protect you. Sure. You can't be disciplined in your place of employment for asserting your rights as an employee. So they can't fire you for getting a lawyer and and involving a lawyer to say, hey, this person is being harassed and you need to deal with this situation. So if you're rocking the boat, let's say at work, and you're saying, hey, this happened in June, this happened in July, this is happening in August, and this person, you say that you're talking to them and you're speaking with them and you're having these meetings with them, but, you know... There's been eight, nine, ten times now that they're still doing the same stuff. What do you do at that point? As you said, go to go find a lawyer and have them um, have a, a phone conversation with with uh, with your employer, or like what's going to happen at that point? Usually, oftentimes the lawyer will send a letter. Lawyers like to put things in writing. Yes, like to have as as you should. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, oftentimes it'll be a letter. Sometimes the lawyer will just give you some suggestions of things to try. Mm-hmm. Another thing you might want to do is consider leaving your place of employment right. if that's an option available to you. Mm-hmm. This can constitute a form of constructive dismissal. If the workplace is so intolerable based on the harassing conduct that you can't stay there and your employer is refusing to do anything about it, you can leave Mm -hmm. and then you can say that you were wrongfully terminated and seek compensation for being effectively forced out of your workplace by a harasser. So let's talk about that because constructive termination, you just covered the basis. This is something people don't know a lot about, but I imagine employers must know something about general managers. So if you bring up constructive termination to an employer, does that kind of 
scare them a little? Or It definitely sends off alarm bells. If you say those words to your employer, right. they're going to be worried that they're doing something wrong and they're going to take a moment and think about their conduct. Um, and constructive dismissal can be other things too, besides just um, not dealing with a, a negative situation at work. It can also be demoting you in your position sure. or, or lowering your salary or your wages or withholding benefits that you were Or just being dismissed without uh, without cause. That's a, that's a street dismissal. Constructive dismissal is where you're essentially forced oh, out sorry, of your employment. Right. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, look, I don't know a lot about this stuff, but Kyla Lee sure does. If you want to find out more, go to VancouverCriminalLaw.com. All the information is there on how you can get a lawyer. For more Street Legal with Kyla Lee, attorney at law, visit AndyLandRadio.com.
back to the show. We got to say our goodbyes. But you know what? Before I do, I will say I brought in five sultry, tall, amazing boys. We love them. One of them I thought was on a soccer team. Turns out they're not, but whatever. <laughs> lying German. <laughs> lying German. What's that German dude's name? Eli. 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 Yeah, Eli was hanging outside of the station with his, you know, four homies. Yeah. One of them looks like he could rob me. <laughs> I was a little bit scared at first. I don't know. Like, are you going to? No. What's no, happening? He's you know, gentle. He's gentle. You're no, he's just hanging out. He's yeah, just he's just chilling. Do you got any weed for me? I want to know. Not nope. here, not here. No, no oh, way. no way. Oh, yeah, he's got a bit of weed this on morning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, uh, you know what, boys? You're here at UBC. What are you studying? What's going on? I brought you in here because I want to see more about you and hear Business, more about baby. you. Shout Business, baby. You're doing bit. Oh, you're in solder. Any good? I'm Wor- so sorry. Worth yes. your parents' money or what? Ooh. Yeah. Honestly, no. No? What do your parents do? It's all right. It's a good time. Like, sell software, man. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that still a thing? It's it's still a thing. CD-ROMs and all? Not CD. I don't know about that. When I, when, I, when I hear selling software, no, I think, no, I think it's more modern software than that, probably. Yeah. But essentially, do it work for like Sophos shit. or whatever it is, or like do I work Sophos or like I don't know. Nah. I don't know. What do you want to do? What do you want to be? Hopefully, like some kind of stockbroker. Honestly, I wouldn't define it because nice. I saw Wolf. Nice. You would definitely strike me as the kind of dude that wants to be a, stro- a stockbroker. I'm not gonna lie. You just I'm easy taking, money. I'm taking that as a keep it a chill. Thank easy money. So I don't know. Bo- what do you want to do? I mean, I'm in materials engineering here at UBC. Um, Making Kevlar and stuff. Or yeah, like, stuff like that. Space you know? age <laughs> material. Yeah, I mean, we're just like kind of vibing it out right now, just trying to yeah. see where we're going with that. But you know, vibing. Yeah, I'm, I'm just vibing. Right now, to the, be new, the new yeah. space yeah. age material. I'm, I'm literally just chilling out right now, just like kind of seeing where that takes Why me. Why not? Hopefully, I can work in industry, something like that. You know, that where I'm, where I'm making products. Uh, you know. Like some cool products for some people, you know, helping helping yeah. people out, you know. Emily, what do you say? Starbucks? You think he's doing Starbucks later or what? <laughs> what do you think he's doing? I mean, yeah, I work at Starbucks. No, I think he's doing a good job. Uh, you're in your second year. I'm in second year. And where yeah. are you from? I'm from Vancouver, born and raised. Okay, but you're not. You're from Saskatchewan. I'm from no. Calgary. Dude. Calgary. Close enough. Oh, there you go. Uh, friends, what, what do you guys do? We have two other guys here. What? Here, grab that mic over there. I want to. I want to hear more about you and what you do. Yeah, I want to. I want to hear about you. I'm uh, from Forestry, uh, Delta BC. You're from Delta BC. Yeah, get it, get right into that mic there. And uh, yeah, and, uh, what do you do here at UBC? Uh, Aside from intimidate me through the window, scare the hell out of me. So, so sorry, so sorry. I know it's weird. Uh, yeah. No, Don't worry, it's fine. First year forestry student. Forestry. Yes, sir. Oh no! Wait, are you gonna go up into the mountains and uh, check out some yeah, wood? Yeah, I'm gonna go up north this uh, this summer. Get some uh, summer jobs going. Yeah, yeah. Get get into that mic there. Really It'll, get. Uh, be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, you, my lovely friend. We're missing out on the German. He's gone. He no, just effed off. The, the, the German's gone. Like, yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's out of here. He, yeah, the, the Germans gone. usually do. They come in, they charm you, and then they leave. Yeah, I mean, he he, he dipped the scene. He's gone. You yeah. know. I don't know where he went. And the sex wasn't all that good, so <laughs> I don't know what to say. Although yeah. he looked cute in those tights. Oh, uh, he's looking nice in those tights. I know. Yeah, nice butt. Nice tuck Nice tuck Honey, what do you do? What's your whole deal? First of all, I want to give a shout-out to Eli Farah for his nice little nice shorts. Great tush. Great Tush. Great Tush. He's got a nice booty, that's for sure. Uh, I've seen better, but you know, it's still good. Uh, yeah, that's uh, so yeah, nice. That's I haven't seen your guys yet, but you know what? We've got plenty of time left. I think it's safe to say that Eli's got the nicest booty out of all of us. Yeah. yeah. 100%. You know who has a great so. booty? Emily Ewing, my co-host. Emily. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 
Honey, she's thick, and so am I. But you know what? That's all I got to say. That's it. That's all. If you want to catch more episodes of the show, you can always do so. Go to AndalonRadio.com. Rush Sig, baby, 2020. Absolutely. Go to AndalonRadio.com. They're all there. Rush Sig McKay, I love you. Absolutely. And you know what? As I always say, good night, sleep tight, and don't forget to tip your drag queen. Land Radio with Andrew Willis is broadcast and taped live from the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territory of the Musqueam people. To listen to a recording of this episode and more, visit andylandradio.com. Andyland Radio with Andrew Willis is made possible by the students of the University of British Columbia and members of its Alma Mater Society. Production assistance provided by Anna Rose Carrico, Madeline Taylor, Alex DeBoer, Jasper Sloan Yip, Tanner McCollman, and Dora Duber. Special thanks to the volunteers and collectives at CITR 101.9 FM and Discorder Magazine. That's all, folks. 